0: maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey internet hello internet how are you internet welcome jeremy baker our guest host this week tell to... us a bit about yourself
1: wait can we introduce can we introduce the podcast first dale i mean if you want it's outrage factory uh I'm... the podcast where we look at the things that made you mad online and explain why you're dumb for caring uh i'm derek Bolin. that's dale DeRooter uh and as dale said we have extra special guest jeremy baker joining us today uh jeremy what's up
2: hey guys not much man i just finished making a pie i'm really psyched oh <laughs> i saw that on
0: twitter it looks delicious yes i,
2: I posted it just before going live on this podcast
0: i wish you could just smash stuff like that through zoom and then i could eat it
2: that would be and delightful would,
0: the podcast would just be us eating pie <laughs> and i think people would really appreciate it what kind of pie are we talking here
2: it's called a coffee chess pie
0: Damn. Ooh. Does it yeah. taste like coffee?
2: Don't know, never had it before. I'm oh, brand like, I'm like the guy who in the pandemic at the very, very end, like on the thirty-first, started baking.
1: Nice. My second time so, like- I've ever made you did it right now's the time to get into baking because everyone else like i was like back in march i was like sourdough is awesome i'm gonna make <laughs> sourdough bread and then i did that for four weeks and then by april i was like this is stupid i'm not doing this anymore uh we still got like another year of this shit so <laughs> you're gonna be able to enjoy those pies for a yeah, while yeah
2: I went to the grocery store. They had vanilla. So I was like, okay, right on. This is the time to start.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I have already been hitting the uh, COVID eats. And I feel like since they just expanded the restrictions, it would have been like the perfect time to be like, well, I guess I'm going to learn how to make a pie. Dude, if it tastes like coffee, I'm so jealous. I love coffee. Oh, There's a lot of coffee
2: and I had to make a coffee syrup. There's espresso powder. It's out of control. This guy doesn't mess God. around with his
1: pies. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Jeremy Baker, uh, who is living up to his last name, joining us for the podcast. <laughs> Zing! Huh? There okay. we go. Uh, Jeremy, what's, what's going on in your world this week, man?
2: Well, aside from making the pie, uh, I'm going to go snowshoeing tomorrow.
0: Nice. Where?
2: Uh, Mount Seymour. you got to book ahead, right, because of the pandemic. So. That's true. My wife back in December was like, you better book it now, dude. If you want to go on a weekend, and I was <laughs> like, Oh, good. Thank you. And I went on and sure enough, it was like the weekend I wanted to go was almost right. booked. Yes. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Sorry, <dude. laughs> That's three-year-old fine. Around, he wants gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like working Monday, but then I have the rest of the week off.
0: Gummy bears and pie. And I want no, to No, he'll your be house. in bed
2: by the time there's pie. <laughs> 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 it has to sketch. And you, uh, you know, uh, Making pies is like way more labor intensive than I thought. Cause if you go to the grocery store and you buy a pie from save on, it's like what seven or eight bucks. Right. Yeah. And so I just think to cheat and then the hipster pie place in Port Moody opens up and it's like, God, I don't know how much a pie is there. Like $35 or something crazy. And I think, Oh, that's outrageous until I made a pie (laughs) and I went, Oh, even 30 bucks for a hipster (laughs) pie is a decent price. Cause it is a, it is a day experience. I do not leave the grocery store without spending 50 bucks. Like it's. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: You buy the ingredients and then you spend like what? Eight to 10 hours of your life making the thing. And then yes.
2: All day. I mean, I got my empire total war going on off to the side. Cause you know, like you do something, you wait, you do something, you
0: wait. Yeah. Like last week I made jambalaya and it was the same thing. Like I went and I spent 80 bucks at the grocery store getting stuff for that and a bunch of other stuff. And it took like four hours. And I was like, <laughs> next time I'm just buying this.
2: <laughs> and how old are your kids, Dale?
0: I don't
2: have kids. Oh, I you had kids. I thought you no. were making it for you your think, kids. I made jambalaya. It's made such it a dad
1: me. brag to make.
0: Well, I remember <laughs>
2: you posting that on Twitter that you were making jambalaya. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. The guy – And I I thought it was going to be an example of you spent eight hours and $80 on this jambalaya, and then your kids, like, have one bite and they're, like, run away and don't like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, uh, I'm just practicing my dad skills, I guess. Like the law, the slow cook stuff. That's what I'll do if I, when I become a dad. I guess I don't know. It's hey. still up in the air. Hey, hey. Speaking
1: of dad skills.
0: Oh, and coffee beans. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It works. And children uh, eating stuff. Yeah, that also. You, you, you know, yeah.
1: I liked my segue better, but we'll we'll just we'll roll with it.
0: All right. Well. i mean and when it comes to be dad, you need a little help if uh yeah i need a lot of it's funny because when we're when we're like planning for this podcast i was like should we even talk about this and i was like we have to talk about this jeremy did you see what happened with derek in his like uh yeah you know i
2: did not fully appreciate uh all the drama because you know i follow you guys and i follow a lot of vancouver twitter folks and um
1: It's uh and I
2: only kind of briefly saw them all smashing on you and I didn't really get into it. I just thank you
1: for not doing that. Um we'll we'll lead off with the uh the bean dad story itself. Yeah, okay. You explain the bean dad story, and then you can
2: explain how you got totally torched on the internet.
1: And this is like The Bean Dad is one of those stories where, like, you try and explain it to someone who isn't on Twitter, and they just give you like a blank stare, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is?" is
2: It could be outraged because of Twitter. (laughs) What
1: is a Bean Dad? (laughs) Uh, John Roderick, I think, yeah. is his name. Uh, a who, in
2: a band called the Long Winters,
1: yeah, who are oh. most notable for doing the former theme song to the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast. <laughs> um, which I think was their their biggest uh, biggest claim to fame.
2: Have you ever heard of the podcast, uh, uh Song Exploder? I have not. Okay, so Song Exploder is a music podcast where they take a song every week or whenever uh, the dude makes it. And he like dives into the song, right? He pulls the song apart. He has the artist on the show to explain the entire song. Like it's a 20, 25 minute podcast on one song. And they're in the studio and they've, you know, they've isolated tracks. So the the singer can talk about the drums and the bass and how they messed around with having a toy accordion, but they pulled it out. But here's what it sounds like. You know what I mean? And um, one of the early, early uh, Song Explorer podcasts that I first heard was on the long winters. They have a song called the, the commander, I don't know. Something about, it's the commander. Something about the commander. The commander sleeps at night or something. And it's about the 1986 space shuttle Challenger explosion. Okay. okay. And that was when I first heard about The Long Winters because the the podcast is outstanding. And about John Roderick. And I remember following him, I think around that time. But then after a little while, I started being like, oh, I don't know if I like this guy's takes. Like even before being Dad, I just was like, oh, he's just not. His takes weren't for me.
1: But mm-hmm. that song?
0: Outstanding.
1: Good, good, good musician. Bad bad guy, <laughs> I think. is uh, what, what Bad bad takes. Agree. I guess so, like his
0: his hot takes it, are a little too they're, To me, his hot takes, like the Bean Dad one, is a little tepid that he's like treating like it's a hot take. And you're like, eh, I don't really
2: Yeah
1: so he was just like he was uh he's a guy apparently he's like renowned for just being like this cantankerous dad figure even though he has a podcast that he co-hosts with Ken Jennings uh (laughs) and after he shared this story and got shit on for it Ken Jennings was like this is just like a character he plays on the internet but it was um he went and he told this story about how uh his nine-year-old daughter couldn't open a can of beans didn't know how to use a can opener and essentially he was like well you're not eating until you fucking figure it out uh and the way he told this anecdote it was like 9 hours of this girl like six. crying and start what 6 hours sorry, sorry. Six,
0: 6 hours that's nothing that's that's 30% <laughs> that's
1: uh, <laughs> 6 hours of her uh just like <sighs> learning, but not in a way in which the father is like, Hey, let me help you teach you. It was like, fucking here's like, go find a YouTube video, figure out how to use a can opener until that happens. You're not eating. And when you are eating, it will be the spoils of that can and nothing else. (laughs) Uh, Which like looking at the story, I looked at it and I was like, I just took it at face value. And I was like, this guy's like playing the heel for the internet and telling this story that maybe he intended to be amusing where it was like, unless she gets this can of beans open, she's not eating. And that would be funny to people if it seemed ridiculous enough. So I was like, I was like, okay, like this, this is not like, it's a joke that fell flat, but like people lost their fucking minds on this guy. Cause I'm looking at it through the viewpoint of the dad being a dad myself. I was like, that's the guy I relate to in the story. And like, my kid does dumb shit all the time and I'm always happy to talk about it on the internet
2: and parenting Twitter writes absurdist jokes about their kids all the time.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like what keeps it, it keeps us sane, right? Like parenting itself is a pretty fucking thankless experience. (laughs) And, uh, and you know, we all trade these anecdotes. So we're like, here's an amusing story about me being a shitty parent, but what I missed in my defense of being dad. So, the bean dad story happens. People lose their fucking minds. I go yeah. on the internet like 24 hours later and I'm like, yo, people you losing their minds on this is evidence of like, just how the toll that COVID has had on our mental health. Cause right. this is what people are getting mad about. Um, and the thing I missed in that is that a lot of people had really shitty experiences um, with their fathers or with father figures or with adult males in their lives. And like that, hearing that story was very triggering for them because that was how their fathers acted towards them. It was like, like a lot real. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I fucking, I, I get it now. At the time, I did not have a full appreciation for that. So uh, I had a shitty take on the shitty take. <laughs> uh, I, it's like you know, shitty takes exception. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up like really doubling down on it, and then that's ultimately, the just where like- you
2: guys get in trouble. That's where uh, that's where John Roderick got in trouble. He fucking doubled down yeah. and started yeah. yelling at other people. So then, what happened with you? because like i said i only kind of half saw what happened was just people were really mad and they all speak in code on twitter they don't even say what they're mad about <laughs> <laughs> so they're, all, they're all just like i told that guy off and and i didn't want to like dm anybody or be like what well, are you gossiping who's that oh. guy yeah. the funny uh, thing
0: was like i'm Derek's best friend and we do this podcast i didn't even know because Derek, like i was at work and Derek had tested me like oh i quit twitter and i'm like uh, that's that's probably just like I didn't think it was related to this or anything like yeah. I'd seen his his bad take and I'd been like that guy seems like a dickhead to say six hours and stuff whatever. And then the next day he like he texts me he's like I quit Twitter and I was like I just thought it was like a COVID like yeah. I need a break from this bullshit thing and then I get home. And I and I see that the Outrage Factory Twitter has like 15 notifications, and I was like, "Oh shit, did we get a bunch of new followers?" Because I'm doing that thing where I'm like spam following everybody like I <laughs> just go stop, follow
1: everybody Stop saying that. You're giving away our secrets. There, okay. He's following you because he wants to follow you on yeah, Twitter I, and he likes I'm, what you have to say on Twitter. I'm following
0: Twitter. you because yeah. you are intelligent and attractive. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. So, I see this and then I said but the weird thing was since Derek had like posted from there and then quit again and then the people who he was talking to like blocked the outrage factory thing all i see is all these like you can't see this tweet because it's blah 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 private and there's like six of them and then there's like a tweet being like i can't believe you said this and then like blank <laughs> blank 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 all How right did you do this so and i was like what so
1: here's here's
2: what i happened. saw a lot of that i saw a lot of like yeah. dunking on yeah. like a, a thing that wasn't there and i was like yes What's going on?
1: Which I get. Like, for a long ass time, I was like, I was a guy who was pretty deeply unhappy with his life. And my outlet for that was to go on Twitter and just like pick fucking fights with people. And it was usually about stuff that I didn't particularly care that much about. But I had to be this contrarian asshole all the time.
2: Oh, you're like like, libertarian. (laughs)
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like uh, Rand Paul or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Ben Shapiro. Yeah, no, Daniel. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> sorry, man. that was that was
0: a low blow. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just tried to sneak that. But in what now. happened
1: was, I like go on and I get into it with people, and at the end of it, I'm like, I, I really pissed some people off. And to those people, like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm truly sorry for for minimizing your experience with your fathers and not understanding in the moment how uh, the bean dad story had affected you um so what i do is i deactivate my twitter account because i'm just like i need a break from from all this horse shit so deactivated Mm -hmm. my twitter account and then a couple hours later i'm like oh we we have an alternate twitter account that is the podcast account so i'm like i'm gonna pop in there and just see see what people are saying uh and there was this thread of people who like there are people who I haven't talked to personally in like a fucking year or two. Like I blocked them on Twitter a long time ago and they're popping off about how toxic and shitty I am. And I was like, I was like, Oh boy. So (laughs) I got, got a little defensive about that. And I wrote up this thing being like, uh, uh, essentially it was like 200 words of like, maybe you're the one who's toxic. Maybe <laughs> maybe you're the problem. Yeah, that'll uh, work
2: really well. Huh? And, so I was uh, so yeah, tripling down now. It, it
1: landed about as well as you would expect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was it was a shitty defensive way to react. I think I was still pretty like, emotions were heightened. Uh, so I did that and then pretty much like nuked our Outrage Factory Twitter account. Dale. Sorry about that. And uh, now I'm just like, I'm like I got I got to I got to step away from Twitter. Like I just wh- regardless of like that whole bean dad thing and how it went down, I'm in a place where I'm like the opinions of these people who are essentially strangers to me, I'm letting them have like way too much of an impact on my life and I'm also like I can't trust myself to behave uh in a way that is not uh, completely shitty to other people when I'm on there. So I was just like no more Twitter. I'm at least doing uh, dry January from Twitter and we'll see what happens after that.
2: All right. Well, that's, I guess better. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm like a big, uh, you know, when I get home at the end of the day, I just put my phone on the mantle and stay off the internet. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that's, that would probably I do that also- normally, but I don't
2: also write like the crazy hot takes. So I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is my normal day and then i'm also like derek have you considered edibles that would help you
1: it it might yeah and maybe we uh we get to that point where i just like mellow mellow myself out before i go on twitter and everyone can have a better
2: time uh, fighting on the internet to me i maybe used to be fun a while ago i stopped doing it my life got a thousand times better
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I would agree with that. Like the, just my, my mental health, like not to that. It used to be something I did every day. Like that was a hobby of mine to live life, man. Yeah. And now you probably took years off your life. Oh, 100%. And now it almost seems like we're in a, it's gotten worse. This was like four or five years ago. And in the meantime, it feels like, uh, it's almost to a point now where like anything can, can trigger people or set off a fight and like everything's, uh, a, uh, not politicized but like a a polemic issue like you're you're on one side or you're on the other yeah, yeah, uh except when it comes to my take and it was just me versus everyone <laughs> i was yeah. like fuck all of you everyone united against me so i guess you know i brought people yeah, together Yeah.
2: I, I think i think when people attack you obviously you get defensive like that's just the, that's every person you get yeah. attacked you want to you then you get defensive some people's defense is to go back on the offense like your case there uh but, uh, a yeah, lot, I mean, man. I, I, you know, whenever I write a take on the internet, I'm just like, do I, do I own this take every time I write it? And if someone doesn't like it, uh, I just, I don't reply. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Like, a a someone's big like, thing for hey, yeah. me. And I'm like, well, I'm done. <laughs> me and that guy are not bros. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> and occasionally for
2: I have, I've written a joke that's, you know, not, mm-hmm. you know, been, in my. Been
1: well-received. <laughs> Yeah,
2: but, like, in a way where the where the critique is is a fair critique, let's say. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I do, uh, I don't know, one time I wrote a joke that was, like, a, uh, one of those, like, assumption of gender jokes. You know what I mean? Where I was like, whoa, you're assuming my gender, right? Like, to me, yeah. that's funny. I'm like, 40-year-old straight guy, right? I you didn't think too much about it. Someone just wrote, like, hey, those type of jokes I don't appreciate. Yeah. Didn't yell at me. Wasn't like you're canceled, blah, blah, blah. And I just deleted it. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, you're right. That's that joke is like a bullying joke. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm done with that. And uh, same on, you know, same on the radio. You know what I mean? You say your thing, boom, 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 you get busted. You get people pop off on you. Uh, sometimes they're just mad. I ignore them. Sometimes they got a good critique. You're like, Oh, you come on the radio and you apologize. You say, Hey man, someone gave me a different like perspective and then you got to move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing I always try to do is if I say something, cause I sometimes, I'm used to me being the one who offends people, so it's funny, but uh, if I ever say anything that offends people, if people say, oh, this is wrong or whatever, and then I just, like, kind of half-dunk on myself, and then we're good, or I, like, continue their joke or whatever, And but one thing I always, like, if I typing something i'm like oh this is i'm like is this worth the effort of defending this like do i even care that much to have to defend this take and then i'm usually if it's something super like labor intensive i'll just delete it <laughs>
1: my thing is always if you're asking that question it's like yeah. if i ever have to go to someone and be like hey is this appropriate Would this cause <laughs> like the answer is always fucking yes yeah like this is you should not be posting that at all uh yeah so- i guess
2: I, was, I mean i guess there's a difference between having like a hot take or having a point of view versus being offensive right so yeah it's like, in my case like i'll sometimes be like oh i want to have a point of view right like mm-hmm. i don't say we're talking about apples and oranges and i'm just like fuck oranges and i believe that <laughs> core, then i will post that and people will come back at me but i don't care because i think yeah. orange is dumb and it you know what i mean like it, and that's how i will operate but if it's like yeah i don't know i i guess at the end of the day i always just think it's like is this bullying really that's a good yeah, thing if i'm punching down i don't post if i'm punching up I don't give a shit if I break someone, you know what I mean? Like if I'm like Mm -hmm. Donald Trump's a piece of shit and someone's like, I like Donald Trump, that's offensive. I'm like, get fucked. uh, You know what I mean? But if it's like, you know, someone below, you know, I I don't, I don't want to use the word below, but but like maybe uh, uh, someone that um, doesn't have the same platform or uh, ability to defend themselves versus an attack for me, then it's like, then that's a no. Right.
1: Well, and in this case, it was it was literally John Roderick versus a child, so that was definitely punching down. And then it was uh, it was like me versus people who uh, were essentially victims of abuse in in one form or, or another from from their fathers or father figures. So uh, again, I fucked up. I know zero percent of the people who are pissed off of me are watching this podcast because uh dale what did they call us the toxic toxic male podcast
0: yeah some toxic masculinity stuff oh, which oh, is wow. which. If they've gotten this yeah, far, Jeremy,
1: sorry about your, uh, your brand. We probably could have warned you before you came on here. But, I just uh,
0: feel like they haven't watched any of the old episodes. If they're just coming to this conclusion now, because like there's one episode where me and you talked about being in elementary school and shitting under a tree. Like this isn't the place to go. If you're going to like make your brain bigger, this is the place to go. If you want <laughs> to laugh and have like, I guess our semi-offensive inside like hot takes on stuff. The thing I found about being dad was I think it kind of surprised everybody. Like it hit a raw nerve and people were kind of um, ambushed by it. Like all these, like there was a lot of people our age, like females who I guess had troubling relationships with their dad. And then they saw this tweet and it kind of, I think what happened was it brought up all these emotions that they hadn't really dealt with for a long time and they didn't really realize were still there. So it's like, they like when Derek t- said his take defending this guy, they're like, "What?" and they just kind of saw red and lashed out. Like to throw out toxic masculinity—that's not like, a, "Hey, I kind of object-, object to your opinion." That's like, a, "Here's a fucking fireball, eat it." So, was <laughs> <laughs> well, something
1: like- that strong. Fi- and like, I'm I'm pretty active because I'm a sober guy, so I'm pretty active in like the the mental, you know, the the self help and self improvement yeah. space, and like. Uh, It's wild how like, a lot of people are just like, um, I'm not gonna say fucked up, but they're like, they're, they're traumatized by their upbringing. um, And by what we all thought was just like a normal upbringing at the time. And then you find out that like, uh, a lot of our parents did a pretty shitty job um, of just like, making making kids feel safe or making them feel uh loved or appreciated and this is something that's like super widespread and now you see it playing out in all these ways like anxiety and depression and substance abuse and like something that everyone knows that somebody that is struggling with at least one or all of those things um so i i think i like i get it like now that i can look at it through the abuse lens and be like fuck yeah i could see why a lot of people would be really bothered by that I think um but it was but-
2: also like weirded out like was I guess ultimately was it true? Like if, when I first, first saw the take everyone was mad at, it. I just thought it was an absurdist joke. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way this guy didn't feed his kid for six hours is kind of what I first thought. But um, and then w- even when he gave his apology, he was like, oh, yeah, we snacked on some pistachios
0: <laughs> during the six hours. Yeah. Like, oh, that was real. Like you actually did that. That's you actually I'm-? starved your child for, yeah. for six hours. Yeah, that was the thing I found, too, was like he said like six hours and pretty much everybody's like, there's no way he did this. That's for six absurd, hours.
2: right? So then I think it's absurd. Yeah. But
0: then there are parents out there who would do this. So it's like, even though he was exaggerating and it may or may not have been painfully obvious, you still have to take, take it like it's what actually happened because this stuff has actually happened to people. So you can't really like, I don't know. It's Tom like had a
2: big platform. You you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta know when you write something, you know, what does he have? Like 20,000 mm-hmm. followers, something like that.
0: Something
1: like that. Yeah.
2: You got to think when you write something like that, it's going to be seen. And then like I said earlier, if you're going to write it, you got to eat it yeah. or you got to delete it. You know, it's like, and he kind of, he kind of didn't do either. He kind of danced around it and doubled mm-hmm. down and started yelling at other people and was like, You can't take a joke. And yeah, you that's, know, I, you know, I've, that's I've, bad. Heard, I've heard lots of things. You know, I learned this kind of stuff from like my own program director when I was in Victoria. This program director named John Shields. And he was basically like, If you have to explain your joke, it's not a good joke. No.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> you know,
2: if you got to explain it, if if I got to be like, no, you don't
0: get it. Well, you got to. Here's why it's funny. You know, here's like yeah. a
2: fourteen paragraph like backstory of my joke, and it's not a good joke.
0: And even <laughs> if it is like, even if it's like that, then it's obviously not funny enough to. For oh you yeah, to be no, one hundred percent. I've written yeah. stuff
2: where I'm like, this is hilarious, and someone's like, that's not funny. I'm like, well, here's why it's funny, and I'm like, ah, oh, it is funny to me, but yeah. To a stranger, if I got to explain it, it's like, it's not good. Like, it's just not a well-made joke.
0: Yeah, exactly. And And it's like, sorry, I was going to say the most, the worst thing was that he was talking about how he needed to be do this. So, if the apocalypse happened, he could be apocalypse dad. And then he referenced the book on the road. And I was like, yo, if it's, you're gonna... it's
1: just, it's just the road, the
0: road. Oh you know? yeah. It wasn't the Jack Kerouac <laughs> book.
1: Very different books.
0: <laughs> so if you're going to reference one of the darkest pieces of literature in the last like 20 years, then you should take your joke to the next level. And I was just offended that he wasn't offensive enough with his joke because there's material from the road that he could have gone so dark and it would have been like the one
2: where they're like eating people. Or yeah. yeah. And that
0: in is the, the movie, movie, he like teaches his kid to like kill himself in case he gets like taken. Oh by yeah. The yeah. I, I, I
2: remember I never read the book, but I watched the movie.
0: Yeah. That's what I never read the, read the book. <laughs> I love reading the books, I, but yeah, not that
2: time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm a noted, um, Noted book reader and i want to make everyone aware that i did i did read
0: ladies book. Derek <laughs> books. i haven't done that in a while I, I think the last time i did that was saying you read books i uh i'm gonna read a book i always talk about how i don't read books but this guy i followed he um he had written some books and i was waiting for it to come out on audible and he's like hey if you buy them from me i'll give them to you for a deal and i was like oh like read read all right so I started yeah, reading I a book pyramid
2: scheme guy who's like, okay, you can buy from Indigo, <laughs> but if you buy through me, I get five percent. <laughs> you tell a friend yeah. you get
1: Eric reading, yeah. then
2: you get another two you, percent. Like,
1: you you buy a box of books from me, and you can turn <laughs> around and sell them to your friends for a markup, and now you're oh, a book retailer. <laughs> it was actually like you could more. buy
0: my book off Amazon because I wanted to buy it. He's like, or you could save ten dollars in shipping, and I could just email you the pdf copy of the ebook and i was like let's do that then i can have it right now so i'm like
2: the guy that has about six books half read on my bedside table right now so (laughs) yeah yeah i have constantly
0: i was like (laughs) when covid started i was like i'm gonna reread all of dune before the movie comes out oh smart then i didn't oh (laughs) (laughs) i bought i bought three of them and then I didn't read them because I would read oh, nice. the first one like 20 years ago. And I was like, I better brush up. This is a nice a, thought, though. The only thing I that's remember nice from thought. the book is the joke, the spice must flow. So now oh, yeah. I guess I'm just like, a uh, the movie. But before yeah.
2: this whole uh, COVID thing blew up everything, I had a, a show with my buddy, Justin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then when COVID started, we took our show online, kind of doing what you guys are doing, right? Like, uh, going on, uh, facebook live right and i was saying we had our little producer guy mark and and we had a pretty good show going on and uh that was always the running gag was i'm the dune fan and my buddy my you know co-host justin is just not He's just not into nerd culture at all, like at all. So uh, we just, we dunk on each other and uh, mostly he dunks on me.
0: (laughs) And the funny thing is like, if you read Dune, Dune, then you're all in. You're like, Frank Herbert is so smart. All of this social commentary is so smart. And you're like yeah and then like people are like who haven't read dune they're just like what are you talking about you're like the sad words mean this and the spice the means spice this and the corporation yeah, and, and then house <laughs> Trades is this political party and people are like oh i'm not and then you watch the
2: 1980s movie again and you're like
0: eh, it's maybe not as good as i remember yeah <laughs> you're like okay just <laughs> wait for the new movie to come out
2: i'm psyched on the new one i hope it's- yeah
0: it it's pretty
1: uh it it's anti capitalist, isn't it? Like that's the whole. Yeah, I feel like the, the whole, vibe... I'm, I'm, yeah, never, out I'm the gonna vibe. out myself as a.
2: Yeah, the vibe a little bit is like that for sure. Definitely the powers of, and then just mm-hmm. like almost like the, I don't know the single hand you know the single minded like pursuit of of the spice and you know.
0: Yeah, like I guess you could say the spice is like oil, and it's or just anything. like it could, be,
2: it could be really any resource. Yeah, like
0: what people do and how they compromise their own morals just to like keep the resources flowing like to people who even need it. Native
2: people or the indigenous people to where your your raw resource is. And Mm yeah it's it's out of control. Yeah. But anyway it's a good I mean it's the timeless story. It was a a powerful story in the 80s and then uh Timothy Chalamet man he's got remaking
0: it. Yeah. So instead of reading the Bean Dad tweets, just read Dune. (laughs) it's it's a bit longer i mean i got free
1: time i'm not on twitter anymore so i might (laughs) there you go so you're done on twitter you got dunked on
2: so badly that you're done
1: what like done done yeah you done on
2: twitter you're just like fuck twitter
1: i'm done for i'm done for 30 days and then i'm gonna like I, i don't think i'm gonna be as involved on twitter as i have been like i was like i lived by twitter like i spent a fucking lot of my life on there uh and uh cold turkey yeah, I, th- I think it? uh it's it's t- i've been spending a lot of time on reddit which i actually like reddit's <laughs> uh, better, but <laughs> it's okay i find I, yeah, Reddit like a little more
0: human do you like Yeah. I mean, you could follow just the stuff you want to like you could go into bad Reddit and it's fucking a nightmare. But if you're like, oh, I'm just going to like follow like the Canucks, follow news stories. But my favorite is they have all this like feel good stuff like they have subreddit made me smile subreddit today I learned. So every once in a while, I'll be like, I'll just go through all the today I learned. And it's like people just talk about Dale. yeah. Wow. R- learned, <laughs> learn it all. Today, I learned about Dale. But it's just like, you just learn all yeah, this interesting I only go
2: on shit. Reddit for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. That's it. Oh. That's I used a good go on thing to go on Reddit. Reddit but like whatever, R Vancouver. But it was just like yeah. the saddest place where like guys yeah. work in tech complain mm-hmm. about their salaries. And I was like, this is annoying like i only make 120 yeah. grand a year but in seattle i'd make 200 a year <laughs> who, and I'd, people would who just, can live here yeah and people would reply just be like well move to seattle then you cry baby like what the fuck yeah.
0: do you not worth know where the u-haul place is yeah, like it's other just on the street and then <laughs> but i mean they'd be crying
2: about their awesome salary you know what i mean they'd be like yeah. i make a lot of money but i'd make even more elsewhere vancouver sucks and people were like no dude you suck
0: yeah. I mean, if I made <laughs> that's, 120 that's grand a year, works, man. I would be not crying about it. I, I would only just only make a
2: million like, dollars on the senators. But if I was on the Toronto Maple Leafs, I'd make two. <laughs> well, then go to the Leafs.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Demand a trade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a point where like salary just like – is just like stops being a real number to me, and I think that's like a hundred and twenty-five grand. Anything above that, I'm like, that seems like a lot. I don't really know how much that is
2: in real life like, money. You're making twenty-five bucks an hour. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, what is it? They, they've like
1: they've they've done studies, and it's like seventy. If you make seventy thousand a year, yeah. that that's the point at which like if you make that, you you earn enough to like live comfortably and be happy, and like and anything above that, that city, you basically.
2: Yeah. Like I might be like anything above that. You you're going to be the richest guy in town, but in Toronto, oh, 70,000, <laughs> know, but I mean, you're honestly, the king right? of
1: Saskatchewan.
2: But my uh, my dad used to work for a company that owned factories. Right. Mm-hmm. And this company was based in Burnaby, but they owned factories. The whole like mantra of the dude was like, he still wanted to produce things in uh, North America. So yeah. he owned factories in like uh, just all over the place, California, uh, Illinois, they had one in Kentucky. And my dad said, like, you know, an engineer, the same job, right? So it would be the same job. My dad had to hire all these different jobs. So they had a factory in California, Texas, Illinois, Kentucky, like all over the place. Be the same job, but in California, it had to pay 120 grand. Same job, paid 70 in Kentucky.
1: Kentucky, He's like,
2: dude, in Kentucky was actually happier. The guy in California always learned about money. He always wanted more money. He needed more money. He was felt poor on one hundred and twenty. The guy who made seventy in Kentucky, my dad was like, "Oh, he lives in the best part of town in Lexington or wherever, you know, where there's lawns and he has a big house and he's got a wife and kids." So he was just like, "It's all very relative, right? Like to where mm-hmm. you live and your cost of living." And uh, he also said the other funny thing that he always found hilarious as a Canadian was, you know, like let's say in America, right? They're always like, "Buy American." by American made in America. And Republicans are really huge on that shit. So in Kentucky, you know, it's all Republicans all the time. Mm -hmm. And my dad's like, we would get some mucky muck, you know, who wants to build widgets at our factory. And he'd be like, well, you guys cost five cents a widget, but I can get it for four cents a widget in Mexico. And my dad's like, yeah, but you know, like we have this big factory in your, you live here. We employed the you know town. Everyone made good money. My dad at the time said you know they all made like fifteen dollars an hour, which was good money in Kentucky at that time. And and these guys are from Kentucky. They vote Republican. They would write in their Twitter bio like make stuff in America. Fuck you, China. Fuck you, Mexico. You know what I mean? Like they would write that out. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, they would take their business and go to Mexico to save a penny on a widget, like without batting an eye. My dad's yeah. like, wow cool like it's all talk but when it's real yeah do it. yeah, yeah it's like
0: people
1: think that i interestingly yeah. enough on on reddit i saw a thread and it was about how uh chinese gdp was like poised to overtake americas in the next couple decades or something yeah. and uh and everyone in the threads they're, they're all bitching about it and they're like well thanks for stealing all our jobs china And it's like no china china it didn't did. just like arbitrarily decide that they were going to manufacture things there uh, it was American businesses that were like, "Hey, we want to save money uh, and make more money and increase our profit margins, so we're going to ship everything overseas." Like, it's right. not it's not China's fault that that American businesses made that. That's yeah, I side. mean, it's,
2: it's obviously super complicated, but part of it is people making decisions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's here's a guy who could make a decision of where to manufacture his widgets, and he just chose the place that was one penny less, even if it was detrimental to his own town he lived in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing like Derek said is just like China can manufacture everything for so much cheaper because they're they have so like lax rules for like environmental exposure and all this stuff, and their labor so cheap that people are like, oh yeah, I'll just manufacture it in China. Like one thing I've seen in like the but it's
2: not necessarily cheaper. It's only cheaper if you're oh, making yeah. like if you're making ten thousand widgets. A hundred thousand widgets, maybe it's cheaper and you don't mind the long turnover, Mm -hmm. but if you're making less, less overall, and you want a little higher quality and you need it quicker. Like you're like, I need the widget. I need it tomorrow. Then it's, it is cheaper, more efficient to make it in North America sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's true. And one thing I noticed is uh, in China a lot of places who deal with like stuff that's made out of steel, they'll get all the stuff that's made in China out of steel and then they'll bring it here and then they'll like do the fine like yeah, drilling yeah. and welding. Fine on it too. There. I mean,
2: and, yeah. And trade is good, like ultimately for everybody. I mean, trade is good, so it's gotta dial it in a little better. And you know what? Eventually China will be too expensive, it'll be another country, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like one's their GDP. Plenty of plenty of countries out there to exploit.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. We'll just, we'll one. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a whole world. <laughs> oh,
1: whatever, man. That's why
2: Elon Musk is moving to Mars. He's like, you know where there's no <laughs> environmental. <bro.">
0: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. And those Martians, God,
1: Martians, those Martians work, work for, for free.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't do air pollution if there's if it's the vacuum there's of no space. Air. <laughs> Do we want to talk about uh,
1: Elon Musk becoming the the new richest? Do we give a shit which uh, which uh, white guy is the the richest man we'll alive right richest now? I,
0: I mean, I like Elon Musk as a person better than Jeff Bezos, so I'm kind of pumped about it. Yeah, I the think, only, you know what yeah. I don't know who
2: I like better. I think ultimately I like be uh, not Bezos uh, Musk better only because he's married to Grimes and she's from Vancouver. Yeah, and she makes some good dudes.
0: She made some good the, the tunes. The local connection. Know about the latest ones. No, I think uh, her latest record yeah.
2: had really. Her latest record had. I mean, her music was never really personally my style, but mm-hmm. it always tends to get pretty good, like critical response. Yeah. And she is an artist, you know, and it, really, she's like a capital A artist, you know, when it comes like the music and mm-hmm. like image and the the graphic design. You know, I mean she she takes care of like all of that. To her is really important, right? But because she's from Vancouver i feel like elon musk a little bit is like vancouver's like billionaire in law you know what i mean
0: like sugar daddy he's he's like a local basically oh, yeah.
2: yeah. he's our
0: he's our billionaire in law you know what i mean yeah that's true he's married in he's married into the family the thing about musk yeah. is the way he got rich like is it. all this like yeah, technical stuff like one of the ways he made a whole bunch of money this year was uh, i think it was honda or it was like some car company agreed to sell Teslas so they could get the, it was in the UK. So they would get like a certain like government tax cut to sell their Teslas there. And since the company that he had partnered up with didn't have electric cars, he would get all these kickbacks of the like tax redemption or the tax like cut. So he, he ended up making like a billion dollars just because honda in the, in the uk billion
2: dollars, you know what i mean like, yeah crazy. the only thing that or not the only a few things that pissed me off about musk over time but at the beginning of the pandemic musk really pissed me off because he didn't take it serious you didn't take it seriously the mm-hmm. billionaire the yeah. billionaire. billionaire you should be smarter you didn't take it seriously mm-hmm. and his where he has his factory the town wanted to close it down right like for a little while and he yeah. was like, "I'm going to move my factory." He fought he it using his money and those jobs as this like sledgehammer to smash on like you know town yeah. councilors. Those guys make like no money, and 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 I don't know. It's just it's such a cruel thing to go to a town and be like, "Give me more, or I will destroy all these jobs and move them." You know what I mean? Yeah. And with the pandemic, especially, I just I just thought it was really ugly and gross, and. And that was a while ago, right? That was at the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm, you know, you get mad. and then you kind of calm down. Like, I don't give a, like, you know, we talked about that earlier, Derek's like, I don't give a shit really. Like, I don't know Elon Musk. I don't own a Tesla. I don't live in California. Who cares if he moves into Texas? But I just thought it was like kind of a douchey thing to do. And I'm like, come on, man, you're a billionaire. Like,
0: yeah, your, you don't need workers. To make it's the workers
2: getting money, sick. Yeah. You're not getting mm. sick.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. Care, care about them. Care about uh, yours. We see a care lot of-
2: California. Like, you made your cars in California for a reason. Then it matters. Now that going gets tough and you want to bounce? It's like, come on, man. Like, you're part of the community or not.
0: Yeah. And the other thing about Ultimately, Elon Musk did. is he's, like, yeah. this far away from being a supervillain. Like, right now he's doing all the stuff and he's oh, yeah. good. And that's, like, if he wanted to be a dickhead, like, with his, like, tunnel underneath LA and, like, going to the moon and like being the guy the who flies yeah, yeah and the guy who like flies nasa around and all the stuff like if he wanted to he could just be like give me all this power or you can't have access to any of the stuff i have or if he like sets up a mining thing on the moon and he gets all the lithium and then he can like doesn't have to go through anybody to make his own batteries then what happens
2: yeah, I'm just like. I mean, he will. You know, do Bezos those. is already the supervillain. I hope he's the Iron Man of our story. <laughs>
0: that's mm-hmm. true. That's a good point.
2: <laughs> I hope. But yeah, maybe there's two supervillains. It's
0: you fucked. know,
1: it's not. Yeah, that I think that's what it's looking more like right now. Like I don't know if any <laughs> super of these supervillains. No, if super you look villain. at their if they're. Look look at their history there's not a lot there that it makes me think like oh these guys are you know care about the world welfare of of humanity Jim Patterson, I don't know if you can say um, that about Eddie Jim Patterson
2: will come swinging in
1: oh <laughs> there you go. billionaire Jim superhero everyone
2: gets yeah. Jim Patterson more
0: will more. be our Tony Stark I like my super villains in a cardigan like Bill Gates. All these like Jeff Bezos and Musk are too good looking for me to be like, What's going on here? You're this rich and you still care about having that much hair. And you know what?
2: Bill Gates is actually still like on the list of top richest dudes, even though he like yeah. hasn't worked in forever and just tries to give away his money.
0: Yeah.
1: It's so all about microchipping. He got he's got all going on. Makes it on the back end. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where the money's
0: at. The, money's See, at. the thing Money. I want to know is I got to figure out how knowing where people are turns in you into a billionaire because everybody doesn't want to get like Bill Gates vaccine because they're scared yeah. it would track them, and I'm just I don't get how knowing where I am makes Bill Gates money. That's the only thing. Like everybody's so scared of it. A but lot like-
2: of conspiracy theories make no sense when you ask <laughs> one question.
0: Yeah, that's Literally a good one. point.
1: Especially <laughs> when you consider it's like, hey, you carry a tracking device around with you 24 hours a day <gasps> right. already. It is your phone. Anyone, anyone, like I can if, fucking if see your phone location. Into my sure.
2: Sometimes, you know, like the QAnon dudes or whatever, yeah. they're up and they're just like, the senior citizens want us to open the economy they don't care if they die and i'll be like okay sure man uh you know my grandma i don't want to kill my grandma so you can go to yeah. a group club and i say yeah is that what your grandma said and then the dude will be like oh no i never asked my grandma i say okay we'll phone your grandma <laughs> and ask her if she will die so that you yeah, can grab five pin bowling and then he's yeah. like oh and i'm like come on man it's like fucking seniors like think about the senior you know and then all yeah, of a sudden exactly. he was like oh yeah right i'm like come on just stop reading shit on the internet and phoning me up and repeating it to me
0: yeah and it's
1: like <laughs> do you get a lot of, like, of oh, uh, do you get a lot of calls like that? like that a, you don't
2: conspiracy get as many as you you don't get as many as you think most people are cool like 95% of people are cool but you remember the shitty ones you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah they
0: are more memorable <laughs> that's what yeah no no 95
2: yeah. 99% of people that phone in or whatever are cool right mm. They usually just want to tell you about traffic or know about traffic and uh, or contests, but there yeah. is, there is the odd <laughs> that phones up and they, they're always the debate me, bro. You know what I mean? It's the, what about him, bro? What? Jeremy, you said on the radio that you didn't like the attack on DC. Well, what about this? And I'm like, what about it? Fuck me. we're not
1: talking about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's a good segue, Jeremy.
1: Hey, that is a great segue. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, arguably the biggest news story to come out of last week after being
0: dad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. after yeah. Trump getting biggest, suspended the biggest story
2: from Wednesday uh, last week was the attack
0: on, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be hard to What's top being dad, but then fucking the cosplayers showed up I mean, and they weren't it goes to the show,
2: though. Also, like when you put stuff in context, like when I woke up Wednesday morning, the biggest thing in the world was Caillou was canceled, you know, what yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, I was like, fucking had a take on Caillou, and then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go buy my daughter a, uh, a Funko Pop, and I had to go all the way out to New Westminster. Today. Which one? Uh, she went into Overwatch, so I bought her Mercy from Overwatch. Nice. Okay. So Dope. I'm driving out to New West, and I had heard rumblings that should had started to go south in uh, Washington, D.C., so I turn on the radio, and I'm like, oh, my God, right? Yeah. I'm losing it when the CBC is like, there's a straight on like civil war and all of a sudden I'm like losing my mind and I come home and you turn on the TV and it's crazy and you go on Twitter and the tape, well, you weren't on Twitter, Derek, but everyone else is on Twitter. <laughs> and the just- everyone else was. <laughs> and I mean, there are people who are like, this is worse than mm-hmm. nine 11, the craziest thing that's ever happened. And, and at the time I was like, yes. But then I started, I had to, I had to, I had to go off the internet. You know what I mean? And I had to kind of put it in context and just, yeah contextualize it you know i mean there were people that were like this is worse than 9 11 mm-hmm. but then i had to do some like actual thinking and this was bad and it was ugly and embarrassing you know what i mean if i'm an american i'm embarrassed if republicans were capable of being embarrassed that should have been <laughs> embarrassing for them
1: if they have the capacity for shame yeah. If, yeah. if
2: they had the capacity yeah. for shame that if it be hasn't capable.
0: been burnt out over the last yeah, there was a lot of yet.
2: ridiculous moments for mm-hmm. sure and a lot of ugly moments but then i was like well 911 you know over 3000 people died yeah. and, and like let's also though, remember that 911 then triggered i don't know we've been basically fighting some country now for like almost 20 years yeah that, that is i mean i i don't know the latest death tolls and that's a morbid thing to think about but there, i mean
0: there're more than the people who died 9
2: 911 contributed to another millions mm-hmm. of, of gas displaced people, broken countries. This was bad. But so far, and we'll have to only use time to tell, does it now trigger a bunch of even worse things down the road? Do we get mm-hmm. better from it? Do we get worse? That will only be time. But we know from 9-11, I got to take my fucking shoes off in the airport to this day. Yeah. 11. That's annoying for me. But then <laughs> let's also talk about thousands and thousands of lives lost because of 9-11 not just on the day of but that then triggered horrendous violence for decades will yeah. this do that same thing probably not
0: my thing was like you i was like i heard about like people were like the civil war is starting and i was like holy shit and then i like had, i was like i gotta see what's going on and I started looking at pictures i was like wait these losers is this a civil war and it's like a guy with face paint and like viking horns and no shirt and i'm like
2: super dumb
0: what and then there's like other guys and they're like we're taking this and they're like taping each other and i was like oh there were some
2: really interesting takes number one where they're like well a how easy it was for fucking dummies to to storm the capital they're like oh now this is hilarious and we're having some great jokes but now let's imagine you're actually a like a trained terrorist Mm -hmm. you could be like okay right you're learning from this yeah and they're saying what like 95 of those people were just idiots you know what i mean just dumb they made they made up why they're angry like it's Mm sci-fi and um but they're like what if a few of those people were actually agents of other governments they were able to for a couple hours go through congress and take hard drives uh notes information you know what i mean like they were yeah. in, they
1: got access well and they just they just fucking walked in like they that's in. that's the most surprising thing to me like and i uh, similar to that i have to wonder how many legitimately dangerous people saw that or like yeah. uh terrorists or like enemy actors and they were like they were like look at what these morons accomplished like this is so, just yeah. like a brigade of a hundred hillbillies. Who I did read think some interesting takes was- that
2: were like, "Look, man, don't put too much power into these maniacs that did this." But could there have been actually intelligent, you know, evil doers who cosplayed being an idiot and got in there and, and yeah. took a hard drive or scoped things out or map things out or whatever, right? So that was kind of an interesting take from that as well. And then I've had, you know, from my libertarian bros, <laughs> they're all like, <laughs> "Here's what's going to happen." Joe Biden's going to tamp down on on uh, protest laws, yeah, because of this, and us, you know, not us, we're not American, but let's say Americans on the left will be applaud that because they want to punish fucking hillbillies from all all over, right? But those laws are now on the book. And the next time you have what maybe you believe to be a legitimate protest, there's going to be even stricter laws that can come down and smash on you possibly, right? Like,
0: yeah, like now you're going to have the left wing, who wants to put um, just as many, like, hurdles and stuff to have a protest as the right wing. Because everybody on the right wing, when the Black Lives Matter protests and the they smash the police, on them, right? they're like, we can't have people gathering. This is bad. And then the left were like, no, no, this is all freedom to protest and stuff. Right. And now but then and the now, right made after this. Laws because of yeah.
2: BLM. And they're like, those laws that they made to punish BLM are actually going to be the laws used to punish them.
0: Yeah. And then we're going to come up with stricter
2: laws because we're embarrassed and we want to punish them. So then boom, yeah. It that hasn't happened, of course. So I'm just talking about like, this is the other shit I've read from other people. Oh, yeah. But uh, it, it was just a thing that had me thinking like, okay, that's an interesting interesting thing to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Like and you, you got to like, think about the second unintended contract. Sorry, I was gonna, yeah. just going to say, we the could get like the
2: second Patriot Act or something
0: like that. 100%. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they'll always find
1: reasons to erode civil liberties, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the the name of the game in, in the government. Like, the more the more control they can have or the, or the more subdued they can keep the, the people, the better it is for them. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a question of, of what form that takes. I think a lot of
2: these uh, people that were involved in the last, this D.C. insurrection, even though uh, maybe it seemed like the police um, were a little softer on them. Yeah. Uh, than they have been on other groups that protest. And that's quite documented that, that they were and that they had a different uh, level of commitment to defense versus these protesters, and they haven't at BLM or other groups. And um, I think though a lot of those people will, will still meet the law and it'll be kind of like the Vancouver riots, right? Like if you remember the Stanley Cup riots, which, I mean, if we're gonna power rank dumb riots, that's a good uh, point. You know, Stanley Cup riot up there. is way dumber than even what happened in D.C. Because at least in D.C., those people, whether they're misguided and brainwashed and fucking have rotten brains, they did. I maybe in their hearts, honestly, believe what they believed. The Stanley Cup riots were just fucking hooligans, right? But over all a sports people, thing,
1: and the guns of the Guns of Roses riot too.
2: The guns of Roses, but all those people didn't en- end up meeting. Uh, you know, had to answer for what they did after, you know what I mean? The police are able to go through tape and footage and and find all those dudes and, and, and get in trouble. And I think that's what's gonna happen to a lot of the DC people as well. They'll just go through the tape, go through the video and the police will show up at their house one day and be like, hey man, remember that time?
0: yeah like there's a lot of people from the dc thing that are losing their job already like they're like people are recognizing them and they're just like getting fired left and right
2: i got no tears from those
1: people oh man. no
0: absolutely not and yeah. another guy was wearing his lanyard from his he was job out of control like, from
1: his job yeah. he was yeah.
0: lanyard from his job there were, he had the worst neck beard i've ever seen in my life yeah, and he like... was wearing his hat on top of his hoodie hood like what was that? <laughs> who wears a hat like that? Who wears their work badge on a yeah. run? Why would you even have oh, no. your work badge yeah. with you? <laughs> like
1: there were uh, I love this job too there much. There were so literal were Republican There were Republican lawmakers from other states, like a couple uh there states, states there, like lawmakers. people who, who sit you, in like states and Yeah. And like yeah, CEOs like, of
0: companies. F- there was like a marketing CEO there. It's like, how did it's you American. not think this would be Bad exposure. People are dumb. Yeah, like I, I get, mean, honestly, I just... get
1: attending the rally or whatever, but like making the decision to, yeah, uh, yeah it's like there was an indie rocker named
2: Ariel building. Pink. Mm. He attended the rally and left. Yeah, and people were like, "I want to cancel you," and he's like, "I was at the rally. I didn't do the riot. I left. Uh, yeah. You cannot agree with my politics, of course. Mm. Sure, but he's Why? like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't throw a rock through any windows. I didn't steal." Uh, you know pelosi's name tag or whatever
1: yeah or you could yeah. just put my fi- get photographs
0: sitting at her desk like yeah. what a dipshit you could cancel ariel pink because his music sucks <laughs> you know what i never really listened to it once before that's I'm, just a, that's not... just a dig at matt who's in the comments because he likes ariel pink
2: oh okay right on <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, i never really listened to so that I'm, that's
0: me I'm punching down from my platform one but one it being okay because he's a personal friend really
1: like <laughs> Oh, Ariel Pink did get uh, did get canceled. Drop by, drop by record label after attending the Stop the oh, Steel yeah, rally. No, so, so you
0: got, hmm. I mean, you know? it's it's no. hard because it's like he's in an industry where he's selling himself and his product, so he should be more aware of that product and how it's affected by oh, his actions yeah, no, no, and stuff. I...
2: I, I don't agree with Ariel, Pink. like I said, I never listened to him before. I ain't mm-hmm. going to start now. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it, what weirds me out sometimes is how people can be so unaware against, yeah. like how did Ariel pink think that was going to play out for him?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like how <laughs> do, did you
2: want to do, do the casino and state fair circuit with kid rock and fucking Ted Nugent? Is
0: that, <laughs> is that your future? You're going
2: to yeah. <laughs> play, you're going to play with trapped. You know what I mean? Like, come
0: on. I think another thing too is Ariel pink is kind of like a more arty guy. So his fans are typically from the left wing. Like I don't see a lot of conservatives, probably a though.
1: little more liberal.
0: So then oh, just man. finding out that he has these political yeah. beliefs would kind of, even if he didn't get hurt. It, I, think, I think yeah. it would hurt
1: a lot of his fans,
2: except for the one in the comment section. of your <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> Yeah. He's all- um, He's um, no, every- record. He's going on Ted Nugent's record label after this, Bob with the <laughs> records. <man. laughs> He'll be fine. Ariel mm-hmm. will be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, the other thing, thing that surprised me
1: about this was right? the- like,
2: you can be, I, I've noticed there's this like world of people that are just terrible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. Much worse than Derek on Twitter. <laughs>
0: Derek, I'm, Derek, I'm i don't know that's a very high bar <laughs> well maybe well, now just, that derek's not on twitter we're just <laughs>
2: shitty but like you can make a living doing that you know what i mean mm-hmm. you can make a living like you can just well that's like,
1: the that's that's the new grift right like you just yeah. like you look at the right and you just like become some QAnon spouting right J. into uh, it. Yeah, and there's there's money in that. Like enough people it are is. doing it. Even uh, Dale's personal favorite, Candace Owens, uh, used to be like a, a, a died-in-the-wool liberal, and and suddenly I think she realized like, oh, there's there's people to grip on the conservative on yeah. side.
0: She was yeah. like, I like money, and I can get <laughs> money, so I'm <laughs> going to get it. I am a
1: conservative, some
2: of this stuff is so shocking, but I don't even want to call them conservatives because now we've like we've even pushed past. like some of the insane stuff they think of is yeah, it almost doesn't have a political ideology right you know what i mean like they they are very um fluid in what they believe,
0: yeah, it's almost like um. Yeah, it's like – because it's like you think a conservative and you think of like your typical boomer conservative who was like against gay marriage and had all these like uptight ideals that they didn't like anything. And now you got these like DC conservatives where they're like wearing face paint and they're like – they're doing all this stuff that basically their boomer dads must be so mad about. And it's like – and like you said, like their beliefs are fluid and stuff and they're like – I don't know. It's just – Yeah. And yeah i i well, honestly, yeah
2: i don't even like to call some of these people conservative i feel like it might be offensive to conservatives you know what i mean uh-huh. like they can they, they they'll they believe one thing you know they just believe whatever their leaders tell them and it yeah it can change and then they just do the mental gymnastics to change with it it's just it's challenging and you know that it
1: is definitely more the the trump cult of personality than, exactly. than conservatism right but that, like yeah.
2: It's the same thing with the QAnon a little bit, right? Like the QAnon changes with the weather. Yeah, the goalposts always move, and mm-hmm. so you, you can't debunk something that's not doesn't have a core platform.
0: That's yeah. true. Like
1: they, the might weird even... thing is that.
0: Yeah, uh...
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Dio.
0: No. No. I was just gonna. Dio. Okay. My point short. I was just gonna say, like, some of these people. I just thought of this, like they might not even be conservatives. It just might be that they don't really fit in with like the, le- what they perceive like the left wing PC thought and they just like, they're lost. And then they see this loud, obnoxious guy, Trump, who's like, Hey, you guys should be able to be as dumb and obnoxious as you want. And they kind of go over there and it's like, or like,
2: yeah, be because they could have yeah. always been insane clown posse fans, but it chose Trump. <laughs>
1: you know I mean? it was always, <laughs> That's all it took.
2: It was always a place for them,
1: Juggalos. Yeah. And, uh, and, right?
2: At least that would have been more constructive. Mm-hmm. Drinking. Yeah, this I think it was, uh, it was. It was
0: fun.
1: Broadly, like uh, anti-establishment, basically is mm. is the thread there, right? Like they just yeah. they. I think that's why they threw their weight behind Trump, and it was really interesting, and it will be interesting to see how the Republican, like mainstream conservatives in the Republican Party, uh, deal with that faction, because like they are because Donald Trump was the the GOP candidate um I think they consider them within their base but it's almost like the extreme like we have the uh the um what's the extreme left faction like Antifa basically like yeah that that boogeyman but like the the extreme left and then there's the yeah it's not an
2: organized thing right like it's not like like you don't join it <laughs> you don't buy an Antifa hat and a flag and put it on your house and, and yes. do an Antifa fucking trunk parade. Like no one does that. Like it's insane. Hey, said the oh yeah, sorry. I said <laughs> <the airport. laughs>
1: my kid calls me out for that all the time too. He's like, you swear a lot on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. We done swearing. Sorry. Well, we're sorry. We made your dad swear. We're sorry. Yeah. It's With what that, the people want. We're sorry.
0: Not- Happy birthday, by the way.
2: Oh, you got scammed? Where? Adopt <laughs> Me. All right. Well, we'll check it out in a minute, dude. No, <laughs> uh, he's sad. He was playing Adopt Me, and it was. <laughs> don't even get me started on Adopt Me. I hate that game.
0: What's Adopt Me?
2: Ro- Ro- Roblox. Roblox.
0: Oh yeah, my cousin. My little brother plays and, and
2: one's called Adopt Me, and oh my god.
0: It's so, so weird. They're like, I play Roblox, yeah. and I'm like, my I don't even know what that it. is. <laughs> And there's like all these little mini games, like if they were like making pizza in one. And I'm like, this is the whole game. Yeah. Is yeah. What the kids are obsessed with.
2: Tommy's not a good one. There's man. some
1: cool ones though. Like they've, they've rebuilt. Noah does loves playing one. It's just like, it's the Titanic and you're yeah. a character on the Titanic and you're <laughs> actually on the boat and you can explore it. And then it hits the <laughs> iceberg and goes down and you got to like try and save yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild. That's pretty right, I'm gonna have to fly now because
2: right, I got the little dude that I gotta get ready for bed. And uh
0: hey, no problem. Thanks All for right, coming man. by. He's upset really about appreciate Tommy's your time. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good times, guys. Hey, uh
1: where can where can people find you on the internet if they would like to get more of your uh lukewarm? Oh, they
2: takes? will find me on the internet, right? What is it? Does it say <laughs> our names on this on this thing?
0: Uh I don't it, says, it does yeah. yeah, it does, it does. It says All right, Jeremy so Baker.
2: then it is Jeremy and Baker, and then put an underscore in there, and then it's if you do not the underscore, you get the
0: break. I mean. Yeah, do you want to share <laughs> where you work poly. or do you want to keep that? We're Okay, there we go. Because we hadn't right. said it yet. So Listen I didn't we Fox. Not yeah. saying it on purpose. Yeah.
2: On Monday, but it'll be normally in the afternoon, but I'll be Monday morning. All okay. right, but I do got to fly.
0: All right.
1: Thanks a Take lot, man. Thanks, thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, no problem. Right. Appreciate it,
0: man. All right. Just uh, right. us. The broke good, back good, down. Good
1: time to wrap.
0: Yeah, that was good. Good time to wrap it. He's uh he was yeah. good. Um, do you want to say anything else since we cut off there so fast? Kind of. I think. We're, are you lagging or was Jeremy lagging? Because it was like we kept talking over each other a lot, but it wasn't too, too bad. I was lagging. OK.
1: I think I was lagging. Because um, it would go quiet and I would start talking and then someone else would start talking. Yeah. It so be- me, it's probably me. My. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> fuck this podcast. Uh, it's thanks that,
0: to everyone it's for the can of beans internet you got. <laughs> yeah,
1: a, why why do I have a bunch of bean cans strung together yeah. uh to receive these signals? Uh thank you everyone for tuning in with us this week and every week. Uh I am particularly grateful now that uh
0: sorry, Andrew yeah, was Andrea, asking if we were out. done. Sorry. Super chill awkward ruined the whole podcast. <laughs> it was it was going like wildfire till right now. No. Fine. Dale, and as a, as a toxic male. Our guest had mail. to leave. Yes, as a toxic male. Dude, you don't know how I, I hard gonna it is it. to not make super bad, offensive, toxic joke. male jokes just because they would be super bad and offensive. I guess that's a sign of me actually maturing a bit. Is not growing as a person going so bad on Twitter. Like, after that, I was like, oh, I could say stuff that would piss everybody off. And I didn't. And where am my... You
1: Another did I. I mean, I did, but not intentionally. <laughs> no, <you did. laughs> I was like, oh. And then you okay. didn't. And I then did, you kind of not... did.
0: And then you took it back. It's, it's fine. It's fine. And then I took it I back. Mean, and we're, we're fu- we're, it's, it's fine now. Nobody can cancel us we're because fine. we don't get paid for this. We're so we're fine. We're fine. True. And it's no funny because uh... before all this happened, like you like you had joked about nuking the Outrage Factory Twitter account. But before I started – following everybody who means something to me personally, we had like 40 followers. So we're not gonna go yeah. below 40 followers again. So Derek, I think even though you tried to go full uh scorched earth, I think you singed we'll some dead. of the trees. We'll make it. Yeah. That's uh you know,
1: that's fine. We'll pull mm-hmm. through. We'll do it th- and we'll do it together on this the Toxic Male Podcast, taking the title from Joe Rogan, fucking go Outrage oh, Factory. Oh, Toxic, hey, thank, Toxic thanks Masculinity for Factory. In. You can find me on the, oh no, shit, you can't oh, find me on the internet anymore. You can find you on the uh, Twitter. Hey, you want to give you know, us your maybe single I'll see you on username? On no, I, yeah, I'm on Parler now at uh, oh, that's what I meant. Toxic I, I, Male I 10.
0: Yeah. What, Parler, yeah. Dude, as Parler. if Toxic Mail 101 isn't already taken on Parlor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, and it's there because it's Toxic Mail 1 through 101. <laughs> yeah. You'll, what uh, you'll, you'll have all, to do is you'll uh...
0: have to put like the square shapes. It'll be like little square, big square, Toxic Mail, big square, little square, infinity jester's hat at Parlor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are my people now that I've been yeah. canceled. So you can find me over there. Uh, Dale, where can people find you? Well, you can still find
0: me on Twitter because I have nothing better to do. So I'm not quitting <laughs> Twitter joking. at SuperDaleBot. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, which I post pictures of trees at DaleBot. You, what's your Instagram? Well, it's like murder, uh, it's, uh,
1: it? it's Deke with like it's four It's Deke e's. with three E's. I'm uh, spending a lot of time on uh, Instagram lately as well. So you can find me there. You could find us allegedly only will actually only be Dale at uh Outrage Fact Pod on yeah. Twitter. Uh, um l- like us on Facebook.
0: We do have an Outrage Factory Reddit page, but it hasn't been updated in a long time because there's nobody there. I'm sorry. If people would like to interact with us on Reddit, because you can like it's almost like a comment form. I can start uploading episodes there and then you can go and talk about them underneath and stuff. If that's something people are interested in, then I won't, I don't mind doing What it. is it? I'll, I'll spend time there. It's just r slash outrage factory. I'm pretty sure. It says
1: I have, I just tried going there and it says I have to be invited to be part of it. <laughs> that's probably
0: community. why there's no one there.
1: <laughs> Checks out. Uh,
0: we could probably figure this out. Not on the podcast, Derek.
1: We'll get there. I'll be there. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And until next week, stay angry. But not angry at me. Going live. What's this? Okay. We'll, we'll get into it on the air.
0: Were you yeah. just going to ask what Bean Dad was, Derek? No, I was, I was going to
1: ask <laughs> what like Michael Keaton is playing Batman in a Batman franchise movie.
0: No, just the Flash. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool.